Hello to listeners out there in your world. I am your host. This evening, of course, the one and only, your favorite big mouth woman, Miss Suyu. That is not my birth name, okay? That is my name for this show. So, for those of you that have questions about who I really am, Okay, I'm just letting you know. It's supposed to rain this evening according to the weather report, but we really don't know yet. And I was talking to some friends earlier and we were discussing, wow, the survival rate. For those that are outdoors this evening, wondering what they're going to do and trying to plan for this weather forecast. I am feeling really tired. Some say we're not even halfway through the week and you know what? Some of the people are so tired and they they act like they want to rush through the week and get to the weekend and it's been busy. Their plans and people are ready to move on, make some changes and I'm thinking about the world, the world right now, how people are feeling and how are they, you know, really handling the world's changes and how, how do they manage during the time when, uh, this time when the world is, um, seems so complex sometimes, um, but there are positive things that people can talk about when relating to this world and um, current events and projections and plans for the future. Yeah, there is a bright side because um, people are feeling as though they can have better choices in the future as the world changes. Uh, I guess it depends on the individual. But me, myself, I um, I know that I have things that I need to be working on and things that I plan um, to work on. And I know I have things that I proposed and things that I really want to do. And that's part of life. The good thing about it is I can look above and beyond. Exactly, and I know things get better. But I can um, compare years ago when I was growing up or uh, before I got married and and then after um, my marriage ended and I could see the difference. That's right. I could go to the grocery store and buy a package, one pound package of ground beef Really, for a dollar. You probably don't believe that. You probably think I'm just trying to be radical or or senseless, but no, I'm serious. I could get a little pack of chicken, a small, not really big, you know, because I was weighing about 115 pounds about that time. I was a, maybe of size five, six Yes, 
And so I didn't eat a lot and I didn't uh, buy lots and lots of food and try to pack the refrigerator and the freezer. And I found some deals years ago. And today, this time in my life, I never, wow, thought I would be here experiencing, looking at the prices in the grocery stores. Did you see the price of eggs? A dozen of eggs, four or five dollars for one dozen of eggs. Some people are like, wow, no, it's more than four or five dollars. But I recall when I could go in the grocery store and get a dozen of eggs for a dollar and 29 cents. A dollar and change or something like that. Maybe you might get some uh, other eggs for probably two dollars, but for five dollars, maybe six dollars for one dozen of eggs. Incredibly high. So. People are like, it's going to get better. It's going to change. Patience. We need to slow down and realize that it's not so bad. Because we're just talking about eggs. And if we're going to worry about eggs, come on. Just imagine what it's going to be like later. It might not be eggs later. It may be something else. It might be a loaf of bread. So, why don't I just stop worrying now? Just cut the tape. I was just discussing things that are really popular topics right now. Uh, the prices for something to wear, clothing. People are saying that's just senseless to the fact. And people are wondering, wow, what are we going to do? And it was an interesting discussion that I had lately. And my points were clear. Do our politicians really care? Do they feel it? They probably don't. Because politicians get paid using our tax dollars. So really, seriously, it's our money that's going into the pockets of people that are making decisions. Right. It's like they're taking our money and investing our money into things that they they want. They're making the decisions and putting the money where they want to put it. And look at us. Now, recall when uh, former President Donald Trump was in office, COVID surfaced. And Donald Trump decided to 
get together with other politicians and decide that they were going to issue unemployment. And people were getting unemployment on top of unemployment because I believe there was a state unemployment and a federal unemployment. And they I think that they combined both and considered it unemployment. You have a state and a federal level. And some people were like, wow, I'm getting more in unemployment than I'm getting when I was working. And then there were stimulus checks also that were being mailed or or sent to people. So people were like, I'm doing pretty good. I get to sit at home. I get stimulus checks. I get unemployment. I'm doing good. And people were happy. People were so enthused that people weren't begging for food, crying and worrying about how they were going to pay their bills while sitting at home unemployed. And there were others that were finally saying, we cannot continue to send the stimulus checks to people and issue the unemployment because some of the people are not going back to work. They're just sitting at home and collecting the unemployment and they're getting much more money than they were getting while they were working. And you have some people that are just uh, abusing the system and they're not going to return to work. So we're going to stop the unemployment. And Trump finally decided to send a second stimulus check to people. And I believe the last stimulus check was lower. Not as much as the first two stimulus checks. Then we have another president. Trump is gone. A new president arrives. And then the new president, now I'm just saying what I believe, gave us, I believe, what Trump left and did not give us. Does it make sense? Trump was going to give us or promised to give us a certain amount of money, but he didn't give every dollar to us. He didn't send everything and put it in the mail because it was his time to leave. And I believe he didn't have time to try to uh, research and plead for the rest of the money. But when the new president took over, uh, President Biden, he uh, added the other check to the list, the rest of the money that Trump promised to send to us Americans, us living here in America, the working class, or those that were not employed. 
I think it was for everyone. Retired, I believe. The working class, the unemployed, the disabled. But anyway, we're here now. And so our current president was like, okay, so we have COVID sort of under control. And what do I mean? Well, the vaccine is available and people can get vaccinated and return to work. So no more stimulus checks were, no additional stimulus checks were issued to people here in this country from what I get out of all of this. And it's been how long since we got the last stimulus check? It's been a while. But the prices, even the price, oh gosh, that people are paying to live in a home. Property taxes, people are saying, it's higher. Much more or, yeah, unreasonably higher than years prior. So what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? How do people survive? What are their plans for the future? How do they address these issues? Is anything going to be done about it since they stopped sending stimulus checks to people? What are they thinking? Are we just going to get over this? Oh, I mean, it's crazy. It's a mess. And how could people sit back and not think that this is really important? Come on now. Get people now working two and three jobs to try to survive. And they say, well, y'all just going back to work, get your COVID vaccine and... Oh, the economy's okay. There are more jobs now. Yes, there are more jobs. Okay, I believe that, if that's what you're saying. Well, you know what? The unemployment rate is lower. Okay, that's what you say. Okay, I believe that. But the the numbers add up. Come on. If we have to pay more for eggs... Other food products, clothing, housing. That means that people have to earn more. Doesn't matter what the unemployment rate is. Doesn't matter how many jobs are out there. It's what people are actually earning and what they are paying. Remember in school, if you did accounting or you... You were enrolled in accounting classes or bookkeeping classes. You have to balance the books. If you are paying out more, earn more in order to keep the books balanced. But if people aren't earning more, but they're paying out more, they're giving more. Is it balanced? So I believe that our politicians are thinking about, wow, they're the new world. The future. The dreams. As opposed to really the facts. 
what's really going on. Think about it. Investors, their goal is to pay less. To balance. To earn more. To make your money grow. And we as people, we're not investors. Although that's not our profession. No, we're not working in that field. But personally, do you think we should invest our money and we our money should grow? And if we are paying more bills or the expenses are higher, then our wages should be higher or lower the expenses but it's not happening the prices for eggs and other food products and clothing mortgage rent or property taxes there's some other things the prices are up and I just heard gasoline prices rose in some states and some cities again So how do we balance? And I'm not a politician. It's not my job to get a bill passed or to sit there and uh, debate with them over how to uh, manage the money and to think more about the needs of the people. See, I'm not working in that field. And so we have an issue here where you have people that are so high up on power. They say that's what politics is. Yeah, but look how it's affecting people. Human beings that live in this country. That go to work or that are trying to survive while they are debating and sitting back and thinking that it's not important or not so important. I mean, no wonder we have such a uh, mental health crisis in this country. Look who's making the decisions and look how they're handling. Situations. Look who's in office. Look who's sitting there talking. Look at the types of decisions they're making. And check out how it affects the human beings that live in this country. So they're not going to do anything about trying to settle down and get a hold of themselves? Really? Because it's so childish when people sit there and people are just tired and fed up. They're going through so much in life. I'm not saying everybody in the world feels this way. But when we sit back and make decisions, when we're in a seat, in a position, when we have so much authority and power, and we can sit there and debate and argue and not get along, and these people... Are the people that are so important, not us sitting there as politicians debating and arguing. It's stupid. Dumb. 
just fraudulent, wasteful, and abusive. Taking advantage of the taxpayers. Come on. They can't get it together? One plus one equals two. If the prices are going up, the wages need to go up. And if they're not going up, the wages aren't going up. Duh, there's a problem. If you're not going to do anything, why stay in office? Messing around, wasting time, money. And when you say people are frustrated, they need to get a handle on themselves. You need to get a handle on yourself. Common sense. People need. People lost jobs during COVID. Businesses failed with under. People lost money. Yet people that were making six figures, where are they now? What happened to their homes? People that were making six figures and all of a sudden... They were on lines, long lines, trying to get food. And so, oh, everything's just back to normal now? All these people got all the money back that they lost, and everybody kept their homes, and oh, really? Do we really care? No, we just stopped sending out the stimulus checks. Tell them to go back to work. Oh, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay for some of these people that are fed up. People are frustrated. Yes. There are more jobs. The unemployment rate is lower. But think about people's, their bills, their wages, their investments, their assets. that we do anything to help the people that lost so much and continue to try to stay afloat today, dealing with the prices, the stressors, the changing world that we're living in. We move to another scene and now we're taking care of people in Ukraine we have more of a deficit they say now and we still haven't reached the people here in this country that truly truly need and lost so much still trying to work two and three jobs to stay afloat and you say that we are crazy And there's a mental health crisis in this country. Well, the mental health is in the politicians. The mental health is in our political system that we have set up to manage the people. To take care of the people. Take care of who? Who are they taking care of? They're not taking care of the people. They're not supposed to. They're supposed to take care of themselves and do the job that they're supposed to do. But that is their job. To just trample all over people and get those votes. And people are saying like, you know what? I'm not 
the fool. It's the system that's the fool. The system that destroys lives and messes up things. The system that has people so dependent upon people to take care of them and they are so stressed out. The system that tells people lies, everything's gonna be okay. Tell the truth about what's really going on. The system that has us just guessing not knowing what's really truly going on. And we say this is not a third world country. Oh, this is America, land of the free. What's free? Truly, tell me. I want to know what is free. So we vote. We vote and what is this thing about voting? And how valuable is a vote or those that vote? Can our political leaders, those in office, can they find out if someone voted for them or not? Do they have access to those records? I'm just asking questions. So if someone wants to have an appointment to sit down and talk to a politician about some issues or just wants to go to an open community forum and politicians are there, the politicians want to know more about the people that are asking questions the people will gladly uh, reveal their names and uh, they'll tell them where they live. So can a politician take that information and find out whether those individuals voted for them? Can they research to see if Jane Doe, who's sitting right there in that seat and about to talk and and or after she finished talking and I know where she lives. I know exactly where she lives. I know her full name. Let me go find this list and see if I can pull her information and see exactly who she voted for. Is that information private or public and how does that affect the people? The ones that voted and did not vote. So if someone voted for a politician, that politician will gladly accept that person's viewpoints. Will gladly talk to that citizen or laugh and grin with that one that voted. They know all of the citizen's information and they're just buddy-buddy and Everything's okay. But what about those that did not vote for that politician or those politicians? Could they pull the records and find out? And if they do find out that a citizen hasn't voted for them, do they retaliate? Do they hang up the phone or or just take the letters from this or these citizens and throw them in the trash? 
Do they tell people to tell? Hey, tell, tell, tell those citizens I'm busy. I, I, I don't have time right now. I got to go somewhere. Because they know that, that well, those citizens did not vote for them. Is that how it works? If you vote for me, I can find out if you voted for me or not. And if I find out that you voted for me, I'll be glad to talk to you or do something for you to help you in your current situation. But And, and I could also find out if those people did not vote for me. And I know how to handle that too. And if someone dares gets up and speaks about what I did not do or complains about me and what I am doing and they did not vote for me, I know someone that can handle that person and keep that person's mouth shut. Make sure that they remain silent and don't talk about me and discourage me and put me down because the person didn't even vote for me. Go to the people that you voted for and you talk to them about your situations and your problems. Why are you coming to me? I helped the people that voted for me and I found out after I looked on that list, you did not vote for me. Is that how the system works? You do nothing for me, I do nothing for you. You're targeted for having a big mouth talking and you don't do anything. You don't do anything to help. So shut up and if you don't shut up, I got something for you. I know someone that can help you shut up. So are you gonna vote? Or not? Are you going to run your mouth? Is that how the system works? I'll be back with more. Misuyu.com The ganze farhai Misuyu.com The whole truth States have varied requirements on who is eligible to request a list of voters, what information the list contains, what information is kept confidential, and how the information contained in voter lists may be used. The availability of voter lists for campaign purposes is longstanding. Candidates benefit from knowing who their party's voters are. However, not every record is publicly available. Many states have specific programs to keep voter information confidential for certain groups, such as pre-registrants or those under the age of 18 and address confidentiality program in csl.org. Whether I vote or not, how does that affect me? What do I mean? Am I being watched to see whether I voted or not? Do you think so? Do you think that people are trying to change me, my lifestyle? The way I live, the way I think, the way I feel. 
conform me to the way things work in America? The way the voting system works, the way our political system works. Yes, we all have a right to vote, but am I being watched? Am I targeted? You tell me. Years ago, I went to a rally and a lot of people were there, maybe thousands. And the rally was, I believe, about lives matter. How women, our lives matter. Minorities, our lives matter. Everyone, our lives matter. In the changing times that we have, we were trying to come together and unite. And someone who had a chance to speak stood up and said, ladies, tell that man you're not going to marry him if he doesn't vote. And I thought about that. What is my relationship based upon what someone can do for me? Whether someone can go out there and do what I want them to do? Whether my projections will make someone feel the way I feel? Voting is a constitutional right. I don't think voting is in marriage vows that we agree to vote and register to vote while we are married. And if we stop voting or we do not register to vote while we are married, that's grounds for a divorce. What kind of relationship is based upon whether someone votes or not? What does that have to do with my marriage? How did that even get into my marriage? And are there people out there that are telling men to tell their wives or girlfriends that, hey, you need to get your act together because if you're not voting, you're not going along with the crowd. My friends are not going to accept me if they find out that you're not voting. Are you embarrassing me because you're not voting? Or you're not registered to vote? And people know that. And it's affecting our relationship. Wow. How people have control over other people's relationships? Is that something that we need to talk about? Are you targeting now my relationship? Because you're watching whether we are voting or not? Are women telling the men they're not going to sleep with them? They're not going to have any any more children if they don't vote or they don't register to vote? Are there people that are actually watching voters' records to see whether a couple, a married couple, a family is voting? Are there people in this country that try to control people that do not vote for certain parties or during certain elections? Do we have a corrupted voting system here in this country? Is it so corrupted that 
people that really want to win and really want votes are targeting those that have anything to say about their campaign that may adversely affect that campaign, maybe negatively. But people have a right to speak. But while someone's in office and you have unsatisfied citizens that did not vote for someone, a particular candidate or a candidate, but they still have these people that are expressing how they feel about the acts, the results. Exactly. And they believe they have so many rights to speak. Every right to speak. They have First Amendment rights. But these people that are talking did not vote during the election. So must we silence them? Because we feel as though they are a threat to our political office? Oh, does that happen here in this country? What are voters' records? What is voting privacy? How far do we go? Where does it begin? How technical and detailed is voting privacy? And so many people, when you see they're not getting very far in life, something seems like it continues to happen personally to certain people. Do we go to their voters' records and see? Let's see. Let's really take a look at their voting records and see who they voted for or if they really voted and maybe if they decided to vote, things will get better for them. So, it goes back to my questions. Are people really watching people? that do not vote or watching people to see whether they voted or not and are they doing certain things to people behind their back when they do not vote during certain elections I don't know I'm just asking if anyone has answers let me know because there are a lot of questions that I have to ask about voting Voting laws, voting privileges, how the system really works. And we're voting for human beings. Remember, simply human beings. And do you know what human beings are capable of? And who really started voting? Voting was not ethical in the beginning when voting was first created. It was scandalous. Oh, it was downright vicious. Unethical. Corrupted. Full of greed and hate. Despicable. 
and it had to be that way in order for certain people to proceed and progress. They thought they were, and they never did. Reverse it, get rid of it, because it really wasn't working, because it wasn't supposed to work. Anything that's unethical and corrupted, downright disgusting, is not supposed to work. But we continued on with this mess. And you really think it's soundproof? And so, so, so holy and sanctified and God-given and constructed. So biblical and holy to the fact that, oh, everybody must believe in God and understand that it's going to work. Is it what we really want? Just to keep the people at ease doing what we want them to do. And God will bless them. God will make sure that they have what they want. If they just do it the way we believe they should do things. Just go along with the system and how it's been working for so many years. Because you don't want any problems from certain people. Oh. So, really, everyone has the right to vote that's qualified to vote. They can meet certain requirements. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's what I understand. But somehow along the way, we use voting to get what we want. Or use people to do certain things that vote and that do not vote. I don't know. You tell me. I'm just learning about this thing here. This new thing. I'm learning about it. The way things really work. You understand? So, if there's someone that I'm really not interested in voting for, do I really have to vote? And I'm not happy with the people that I voted for because it really wasn't my decision to vote for certain people but someone else wanted me to vote for these people just to say that I voted just to have a card and feel as though you know what I am making other people happy that want to be happy they want to be fulfilled and they have an agenda things that they're trying to accomplish maybe they want a promotion and or something like that and they feel like as though they're going to get it if you know they voted and I voted I would help them, you know, just go along with it and give other people the benefit of the doubt. Although, those are not the candidates of my choice. What is voting? Privacy. Do I really have to share my private information with people? Well, you know what? Things are ran by computers nowadays. You know, we can just blame it on the computers. And just think that, you know, everything's going to be all right. But in the meantime, if I want my privacy, I have my privacy. But my privacy is for me, not for the world, not for any politician, not for anyone that wants to make me, make them happy. And voting, those are for people that really want to vote and want to get involved with politics and make their own decisions. That's what I think. 
But for those that just want to just be, I think we should let them be. Let them make their own decisions and maybe we should stay out of it. Until next time, take care of yourself.